record. Yes. Check that out. Great idea. <laughs> Did you get a message yeah, from Jake? Did he remind you? Next. No, no. I just, uh, I just, I looked up there. I was like, ooh, I need to hit that stop. You did it all on your own. I did that's all pro- my own. That's I'm growing progress, up. baby. I'm a, I'm a big boy now. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. <laughs> oh. uh, good times. Look, that's a big yeah. step. We joke about it. Yeah. That's a big step. Oh. It is. That's it is a movie I haven't seen in a while that I could watch over and over again. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Five-year plan. What's your plan? Don't die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, neither one of my kids can do that yet, so it's, it's a big step. Can't wait for the day. Um, get there. They'll get there. They'll, they'll eventually be able to wipe their ass. But, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, um, what are we drinking? I'm drinking uh, IPA and IPA, um, and actually, that's all I have been drinking recently. And I'll tell you guys, I think you should share some personal life, but um, I'll share before we actually get going to the real episode. Um, so I found out I've known for a while something's been wrong when I eat like lots of carbs. And I thought it was just maybe because I was eating too heavy, so I decided to try to experiment and I cut out gluten. And start stopped eating gluten, and all of the problems that I was having health wise just went away. So oh, I don't no actually more have. I have a gluten intolerance, so I found that Stone IPA or Stone actually makes a gluten free beer. <laughs> there are quite so, a few. There's quite a few of them. So it's an IPA. Um, I haven't tried some of the other ones, but it actually, it's really tasty. So cider is always good. Yeah, cider's good, but so I can drink wine or my IPA from stone, which is tastes like a stone IPA. So, um, yeah, like I said, whatever, it's what so I'm what drinking. What are you going to do about your wife's bread? <sighs> yeah. So she's been making gluten-free bread too. So really? not yeah, she has, um, here and there, she made like gluten-free brownies, uh, the other night <sighs> and then she makes, she made gluten-free uh, apple pie, which you guys that have the health store, like literally around the corner from you. It's got yeah. a lot of great stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's ways around it. Like the problem is once I found out I could – so like for a while I cut out all bread um, and like I was actually more healthy because I was like my carbon intake went way down like almost like a keto type thing. And then I found yeah. out it was just gluten. I was like, well, now I can eat all the bread. Um, so now hmm. I need to scale it back on the amount of <laughs> – because gluten-free bread is not cardless bread. It's still it's just wheatless bread. It still has tons of oats and all sorts of other stuff in it. Uh, yeah. It's really good for you. Uh, Tell me about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heineken is gluten-free. So that's what someone said. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. I'm not a big fan of Heineken. Um, but uh, And that more dates back to drinking so much of it when I was in high school. And probably throwing up too much drinking Heineken that... I don't like Heineken. <laughs> Ian, remember those days? We used yeah, to I feel you on that. So it's, Heine- I mean, when you're in your high school, college years of chugging beer, Heineken is a little foamy. So you gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. be cautious with that. When we used to get the special lemonades as a lifeguard, um, yeah. Heineken and a styrofoam cup, and we just chug Heineken out of a straw. Um, by the way, this is not going to episode because I'm sure I can get arrested for that. I used to lifeguard and drink at the same time. Not <laughs> recommended. <laughs> so, I was a young teenager kid. It was awesome. Not recommended. <laughs> so I would say that I would drink while I was getting paid as a lifeguard, 
but we had a couple of goody two-shoes lifeguards that always preferred sitting in the stand and they didn't mind if we just played. So mm-hmm. I don't know that I was ever actually on the stand watching the pool while having a special lemonade. Huh. I but was. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe. <laughs> Def- definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Good times. Well, I guess since we've got everybody here um, and we got some people listening, uh, go ahead and get started. Uh, unless you guys have anything else before we, that you don't want in the actual recording. Uh, I'm drinking a Chianti that's not a Chianti. It's okay. it's a red dry wine, but it's it's the grapes don't come from the right region to be called a Chianti, but it might as well be. It's okay. dry and spicy. They're not from the Champagne region of France. Yeah, right. So it's not Champagne. Isn't that a Beaujolais? Yeah. Um, Chris, are you drinking tonight or just? No, I gotta stay sober. Yeah, I mean, I figured since you're waking up at the crack of dawn and doing the whole teaching thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Let's take a brief pause and jump right in. So, welcome to season three, episode 18. Um, moving uh, into some of the housekeeping stuff. Uh, as far as Patreon, we don't have any new Patreons. We haven't had a new one in a while, which is okay. Um, we still love the ones we have. Uh, we'd love more of you guys to join us. That'd be awesome. Um, we can do things like buy better equipment. Um, even though we have good mics now, um, we always need more stuff. I mean, I, I need, uh, we, I can buy like mic booms for everybody and all sorts of other fun stuff and then more giveaways. Um, most of our money goes towards that, um, either giving away to our patrons because we different tiers actually get free merch, um, or we do monthly giveaways as well. Speaking of which, in April, we're doing our next one. Um, it's going to be a hardcover copy of The Dragon Reborn. Um, so keep a lookout on the Twitters for that. Uh, we will be posting on Twitter for that giveaway in April at some point. Um, as far as listeners go, um, we did hit 3,000 downloads on our first episode. So, um, you know, you can go, like, we always talk about the total downloads, and we're at, like, 53,000 total downloads through all of our episodes. But now we have an episode that actually has 3,000 downloads by itself. So um, that's our very first one. Um, and there's a big drop off because I think people listen to our first ones like, nope, not interested. This is horrible quality. <laughs> this is what horrible quality. Doing? What do you guys do? Yeah, our first episode was rough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so any of you guys that stuck around till, till today, obviously, I think we got better. I don't know. Uh, at least at least we we, sit, we got more confident with our, with our horribleness. Um, right. <laughs> we, we uh, our first episode was, was just very... Uh, yeah, we were, we were definitely nervous and, and all the technical problems that could go wrong went wrong. So, and we just went with it because we had no idea what we were doing. Um, at least so, you hit record though. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and if it would have been like today, I would have, I would have told you guys, okay, we're re-recording this all whole thing and, you know, like on Thursday Sorry. night. <laughs> but yeah, back then it was just like, yeah, we're just going to go. I don't know what we're supposed to sound like. Let's just do it. And I spent, I think it was something like 18 hours editing that whole thing. It still is like, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> um, as far as social media goes, uh, yeah, no big numbers there. We're still just, we're growing, but no, no major milestones. Um, one thing for the our discord server that I, I, I'm going to make a commitment to, uh, try to be more active as far as, uh, the voice channel. It's one thing that used to be really great about our discord channel is we used to hang out in voice chat a lot. Uh, to the point where it was too much. I don't know if we're going to go back to that uh, that level where I'm going to stay up to three o'clock in the morning every single night on um, on Discord. But um, if you guys want to join our Discord, um, I, I plan on spending more evenings that I have free time, which are which are some. I mean, a lot of times I just spend 
playing video games where I could have just be on discord too and chatting with you guys. So I'm um, going to do some more of that. Um, Ian and Chris, always welcome to come in. I know Ian spent some time there. Chris, I know you're busiest. I'll get out, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but if you want to jump in voice chat, everyone does appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and then as far as our location of the week, I picked one that Ian might have been to. I'm not sure. So I might throw a curveball. Bahrain. Have you been to Bahrain? I have not been to Bahrain, but okay. you know, uh, Corey's husband's in Bahrain right now. I did not know that. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep. Cool. He picked up a 18 month overseas. So okay. he's he's loving it. I've seen lots of there. pictures. I'll leave I'll, I'll leave yeah. it at that. So we have we have listeners from there. They could be just military because we have a, a huge US military presence. Lots Bahrain. and lots. Um, but they might be locals too. I mean, we have uh, um some Middle Eastern countries that don't have a US presence at all that we have listeners from. So who knows? Um I tend to think that it might be military. I, you can shoot me an email, let me know how Bahrain is. Um I hear, I hear it's actually a good time uh, from some of the soldiers that I've talked to that have been stationed there. Um, now, moving on to personal life. Um, it's been like two weeks since we recorded. So um, there's a lot. Uh, I was trying to like think of like all the different things that have happened and like what to talk about for this. Um, so I guess like two weeks ago, I had like the uh, my kids be myself. because My wife went down to uh, the beach with the girlfriends, with all her college um, friends. And uh, um, I was stuck with the kids by myself. Um, so I made the command decision just to pack them in the car and drive to the in-laws house because they don't get to see the in-laws often, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I thought would be a great idea until my daughter got sick and had a fever the entire weekend. So I got zero sleep and it was not fun. Um, but the kids oh. survived. I think my son had fun um, hanging out with uh, you know his grandma and grandpa that he doesn't see as often. But um, um but my daughter was miserable and she's better now. And that was like two weeks ago. Um, another thing too, is I was on the wheel takes, um, YouTube, uh, which is another podcast where they do YouTube. They're doing the, the grim Grimwell cup right now. It's, uh, who's the hottest wheel of time character. Uh, they're doing polls on Twitter and they're doing weekly, like recap, uh, YouTube, uh, live, uh, shows. So I was on there last week talking about, um, the, the polls of the week. It was a lot of fun. I uh, had a good time. Um, really, really enjoyed it. And thank you guys. Uh, Will takes for letting me come on. And, uh, and we have some more content creator stuff that is coming up. Some with just me, some with all of us, some of it I haven't told you and Chris about that, you know, I will tell later. Um, and just say like, Hey, you're busy this day. It's kind of the way I roll. Um, <laughs> if you guys don't know that. Um, and, 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 Speaking of guests, I also want to say as well, I think I announced this last time, is that the Black Tower will be joining us in two weeks. So we do have a guest coming oh, on what? in two weeks. So the return of the Black Tower. So um, excited about having having them back on. How about you guys? What's going on personal life? I know it's been a while. We have, I mean, we've talked, I guess, with text with each other, but what's up? Yeah, so, uh, you know, part of the reason we, we took that week off or whatever, however long it was, uh, you know, I'm still in the reserves, got put on orders for a little while, uh, went to an installation here in Virginia and ran some ranges for a little over a week. Um, got about mm, 60 soldiers total in our brigade that are deploying to in small groups, like all over the place. So I won't list them, but they're going everywhere. And the army has uh, new qualification standards for, how we qualify on most people's primary weapon, the M4. Uh, 
so different positions. You have to do mag changes on the fly. And uh, I think it's pretty cool, but everybody was struggling with it. So I spent five days in a row from, uh, well, Chow was at five, made it to the range by six, range hot by seven, seven thirty, and then standing out on the range, teaching people to shoot and getting qualified from then until we lost daylight uh, at about five thirty, and then all the meetings after and figuring out what we're gonna do the next day. So like my day pretty much went from five in the morning until nine at night. Uh, mm. So mm. and that sounds horrible, but I absolutely loved it. It was exactly what I needed. Alan and I were talking about this a little bit. If if you haven't noticed, I could be a bit of a social butterfly. Like I just enjoy being around people, interacting with people. And obviously that has not happened much at all 2020 and now into 2021. So being able to do that for a week straight and just interacting with people and, and training some of these young soldiers, it was fantastic. And then I got back to my apartment uh, late Sunday night and then spent all day Monday like recovering, doing laundry and stuff. And it was just so freaking eerily quiet. Yeah. It was crazy. Um- <laughs> Also, everyone wants to know the fallout of the built-in fiasco since you just left. You just like the whole building was falling apart, and then you're like, "Peace, I'm going on." Oh yeah, yeah, that was perfect. (laughs) Well, I think did I have time to mention about the concrete pouring in? Yeah, you mentioned all that, but you mentioned the the aftermath. What what happened after? Did they fix it? (laughs) Uh, Well, so now they it it turned into an insurance claim. uh, Obviously, I mean it's. My ballpark guesstimate was at least a hundred, if not two hundred thousand. But now we're starting to get into the nitty gritty, and we decided we don't want them to just clean some of the network and electrical cables and stuff that are running above ceiling. We want it all replaced if it touched it. So they haven't put a number on it yet, but it's going to be pricey. Uh, but that's that's why we require that they have insurance, and they haven't started fixing it yet, but they're working on it. They got they got to get the adjusters to sign off on everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Essentially, essentially, nobody did anything with it until I got back. So they, I still get to <laughs> nice. do all the work. That's, nice. that's, that's the what way. that means. They were like, eh, he'll be back in a week. We'll just, we'll deal with that later. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris, what's going on in your, your crazy world now that you're back teaching live? So... <laughs> I'm the lucky one to have the first case of COVID in this classroom. Oh, no. Yeah. That's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start in the middle. I quite literally have a a student who I'm friends with her uncle, and she came to my class Monday. She came to one of her classes Tuesday, but I have her twice that day. Second class, she didn't show up, so I'm like, huh, that's weird. They must have picked her up. Wednesday's an async day, so they do work on their own. We hit Thursday, and she's not there, and I'm like, "Ah, okay, well, this is really weird. Friday comes, and she's still not there. So I text her uncle Friday, and I get a response Saturday. Oh, yeah, we pulled her from school on Tuesday. So I'm like, why? Oh, she got sick Tuesday. She tested positive for COVID on Wednesday. Oh, so she was definitely shedding on Tuesday. Yeah. So Mm. I'm like, I automatically go into got to report this mode send it up to my principal what do they do nothing <laughs> just wow. brush on the rug uh, exactly <laughs> they even they even when they put the letter out to the teachers it's like hey we have a case a case of covid which is really three because she has two cousins in the school 
that live with her that share a room. One mm. of them was sick. The other one we don't know about because mom didn't report. A student has been has come down with COVID. Because we're so diligent with our regulations, the student hasn't come within uh, six feet of anybody for longer than 15 minutes. So you're good. We're not going to tell you who the student was. Carry on. Carry on. Yep, Interesting. Keep working. Huh. That's the take on it. Mm. Let me say there are a lot of upset teachers at the moment. Because yep. they're like, we don't know whose class this person's been in or is in or these mm-hmm. people. Because yeah, I may have let it slip that it's more than one and that yeah. one of them is in my class. Um, you know, didn't give a name. So not breaking any laws, just stating some simple facts. Yeah, um, as, long, as long as you're not giving out like personal information. So the way we do it, um, and we just had a, a a case recently where somebody tested positive the day before they were in the office. Uh, we still do like extra cleaning in the area where they were. And everybody in the building that could have possibly been through there, including all of our contractors, they get notified of the areas where the person who had tested positive was during that time frame. So we can't give out who it was or any of their personal information, but I don't know. I, I feel like even at this point, cause not everybody's vaccinated. We, we still have an obligation to give people a heads up like, Hey, yeah. in this building at this time on this day, in these rooms, this elevator, this staircase, there was a person, blah, 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 blah. And this is what we did to clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we did none of that. My, they didn't even come sanitize my room. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, Take some so Lysol with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got bleach wipes. I got, I mean, I've had both of my vaccinations, but we all know that you can still get it even though you're vaccinated. Anyway. Yeah, sure. um, so that's the middle of my week. But so I have what I have been doing in personal, personal life, not work, personal life, is planning the engagement. Ooh. And it is coming. So. Um, Chanel I has feel said <laughs> 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 has set these criteria. Her nails have to be done. She has to be able to dress nicely. She would like pictures. And if possible, she would like for her family to be able to be involved. Okay. I'm like, ah, oh, you set criteria, so let me set some. Here are four potential ranges that we could be getting proposed in. March 20th to the 1st. April 1st, that is. April 3rd through the 4th, May 22nd through 23rd, or June 19th to 20th. Make sure you have a dress ready. Two dresses. Nails did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So make sure you have two dresses ready, one for the night and one for the next day when we have pictures. Make sure your nails are done. Make sure your hair is done. Make sure you're ready to go at any moment. Because I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. you if it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And I'm going to tell you if it's for, uh, Saturday or Sunday. Hmm. Ooh. And then, so like I'm working with my photographer to prepare things. I made a mistake. I was super tired. I got four hours of sleep the night before. So I'm talking to Chanel, sending my photographer information. And I sent Chanel one of the pictures of one of the boxes I was looking at to put the ring in. And she's like, oh, this is pretty. As we're okay. talking on the okay, phone. Can't use that one. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. She's like, so you're plotting it must be coming soon. That's when I gave her the dates. And so now I'm also doing a potential mm. decoy. Okay. We may be doing more than one. We are definitely doing more than one of these dates. So she has okay. no idea. You guys have no idea. But I, I'll tell, I might text you guys. You guys will get a picture anyway. 
as soon as it's it gonna happens. happen. All right, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris, let me give you a piece of advice. Uh -huh. Between now and the time you actually do it, wear Velcro shoes. Because God forbid your shoes come untied and you bend down to start tying them. She's like, oh my gosh, this is it. And then it's not it, bro. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to go through that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I'm doing worse, though. I bought the decoy box. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to have it in a gift. Like, I'm doing gift bags so she won't know what's in the box. Or in the what's bag. in the box? What's, in, what's the box? in the box? Oh God! I what's actually in the box? said I was going to do that too for one of the pictures. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> My photographer is also a close friend. She's like, yeah, we we may do that, but you know, I don't think we're going to do that. I'm like, but we should. We mm -hmm. should do boudoir photos. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming too. Okay. I'm excited for you, man. Thank you. We're cool. If you oh, need the cameraman to be hidden, uh, I have a ghillie suit, so just let me know. All right, there you go. Well, brief pause. They said Chris was in and out. I think he might be better because I didn't say anything in a while. Um, Discord, is Chris still in and out on Discord? Yeah, I may have been too far away from the mic. Let me know. Okay. Oh, well, now you sound beautiful. Yeah, I was sitting back <laughs> away from the mic. Now you sound right. very NPR. NPR. Yes. If you keep talking like this, I'll just fall asleep. Oh, also, we're like... Um, we, because I have a team of people helping me with this proposal now, um, are called Team Mac. And she is currently guessing. It's one guess every day as to what the acronym Mac stands for. And she okay. may be listening, so I'll give her a clue right here for next week. The okay. A in Mac is that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I turn this into a thing. I am torturing her. There you uh, go. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so let's go into predictions. Um, so predictions from the last few episodes. One was that Matt is going to blow something up um, or somebody up. Um, I think that's a pretty easy one to predict. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt has fireworks. He's going to use them as soon as he possibly can. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fayil is a princess. I know we mentioned that in the last few episodes, but we keep on having Fayil chapters and, and I, I, you guys are still kind of on that one. So I, I think got reiterated last time. Um, more gaze is under control of something kind of like a, um, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, King Ronan or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which and I then think is true. Tom is going to get back with more gaze was another one. Brown chicken, brown cow. Since hmm. we're getting to Camelin, we're going to see whether that's even a possibility or not. It might be too early because we're just getting into there in the second chapter, but we'll see. Who wants a mustaches so, ride? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. So let's jump right into uh, this next chapter. Chapter, is it 44? Yeah. Chapter 44, Hunted. And uh, the symbol is actually the Flame of Tarvalin. Um I guess since we start with Moraine um, and yeah, we start with her talking about what forsaken because remember how we ended last time was um, that the forsaken are here in, in Ilion and they didn't say what name. So we get a name. It, 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 it's Samuel um, or Samuel. It's not Samuel. It's Samuel. 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 <laughs> Samuel. Um, yeah. And um, Sam. We'll Sam. Sam. We'll call Sam. Yeah. So good old Sam is an alien. Um, and Marine's like legit, like legitimately 
like terrified. Like she's like, we got to get her shit together. We got to leave now. She turns to Fayil. She's like, this is your chance. You know, there's forsaken now here. They're definitely looking for us because they sent dark hounds around, around the Zen. Like you want to leave? You can leave. No one's going to blame you. Go ahead and leave. And like Fayil thinks about it. She's like, no, I'll stay. And Perrin mm-hmm. just flips out. He's like, why? <laughs> why are you staying? It's like, there has to be a reason. What is your purpose? Yeah. Uh, and there was like a, there's like a dramatic pause where she, she starts with no. So like parents thinking like, okay, no, isn't like she's leaving. Cool. That makes sense. And then she's like, no, I will not swear to go another way. Whatever <laughs> you lead me to the Horn of Valley or not, not even whoever does find the horn will have a story such as this. So like she just leads into that and parents like, fuck, geez, thought I was yeah. her. And parents get super pissed and frustrated. Like he's just protesting, like all the way. Like I don't want you here. Like why are you here? Like what is your purpose? Like you keep on saying it's it's for this adventure. Like you don't even know who we are, what we're doing. Like why? <laughs> um, and she doesn't really give him an answer. And Moraine kind of just cuts it off. She's like, "Stop the bickering. We got to get the stables now. Hmm. Let's go." And she turns to the innkeeper, um, Nita, or something like that um, and says you need to get your people out of Ilion as well and the innkeeper's just like come on don't be silly and she's like no seriously you've obeyed me for all these years get the fuck out <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not safe here um yeah so that that exchange i mean you you could read into like her trying to get rid of our little falcon girl Maybe she just thought she'd get in the way but now somebody that really wouldn't impact them moving forward that clearly you know, she cares about cause she served her and helped her for these many years. Like, uh, first she comes back with, Oh, I'll keep sending pigeons. You're going to get lots of messages. And Moraine's like, no, 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 no. You're not listening. Don't tell anybody. Just grab the people you care about. And literally within the hour, you need to be gone. It's that serious. Yeah. If you've ever like, you've obeyed me all those years, you, you have to do this now. That's when it started singing into me. I was like, maybe this, this is, isn't just for show and it's not yeah. just to get the party that she wants to travel with her. She's actually freaking out. And this yeah. is like the first time she's shown real care for one of her servants. Bingo, yeah. yeah. She's like, exactly. She does have a heart. She does. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then you get this little interchange with Lan as well, where Lan's kind of talking about how, you know, it's so cute. Yeah, where Lan's like, well, you know, I disobeyed you, you know, but we know the Dark Hounds now are controlled by good old Sammy. And, um, and Moraine, this morning, Moraine kind of drops the bombshell that, you know, because I think Perrin asked about the Gray Men, and he's like, no, those aren't Sam- Samuels. He doesn't use Gray Men. The Dark Hounds are his, but there must be another Forsaken as well controlling those. And so, so clearly, like, she, does, she, she has that, like, aha moment of the Dark Hounds were for her, not for him. But the right. gray men were otherwise. So I want to know who's behind the gray men. Who do you right. think it is, Ian? That's an excellent question, Chris. I hate to blame <clears throat> somebody's wife, future wife. Well, yeah. So, I mean, but who else do we know that's out? Obviously, so if Sam's out, that means others could be out that we just haven't run into yet. So that's a possibility. But we do know Landfear is running around. Um, and Lanfear knows about parents from the dreams. Right. As well. So there's a good chance there that Lanfear is involved as well. But I, right. I don't know. And, mm. and parents freaking out about all this information too. 
I will say if like, it is wifey, if it is Lanfear, she's got a damn good reason. Y'all better respect that. <laughs> Chris, do you have a theory about who, what Forsaken it is? No, I'm right there with Lanfear. I'm right there with that idea. Okay. I mean, Biazamon yeah. is out, but yeah. he does control people, you know, from the graves. So, like, I have the thought that it's Biazamon, but at the same time, I want to be Lanfear just because he and loves okay. me so much. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the next couple chapters. By the end of this book, she's gonna be doing all sorts of horrible shit, and I'm gonna be sitting here defending her. I'm gonna be like, like, look, guys, okay. that that town needed to be destroyed and everything in it murdered. Like, okay, yeah, it just it, just, it, it needed it, to happen. It, it's a circle happened. of life. <laughs> it's <laughs> calm down. Uh, yeah. So, but parents freaking out. It's like, what more than one forsaken? Like, how many are there? Like, and he's just like stewing, flipping out about it. And parent doesn't understand. And Marine's like, yeah, they're obviously. One of the one of the Forsaken's after you too, Perrin. And Perrin's like, I don't understand. Why are you after me? It's not like I'm the Dragon Reborn. Rand's the Dragon Reborn. And like just blurts it out. And then like Fahil's like, what? <laughs> what? Huh? Her and, and, I, I, and the chicky chick with the, the lady at the that oh, yeah. I can't think of her name. Nida. 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 Yeah. She neither here nor there. She the hoe. <laughs> anyway yeah so was was this the same i think not i think i'm jumping ahead was this no the it's same? ahead it's, it's different okay. uh, gotcha gotcha yeah, gotcha yeah, yeah but we have we kind of have like back-to-back like big just like mm, uh, revelations for our, our little falcon chick here so she is she's in the mix mm, right? I, I just, I, yeah go, go ahead. ahead well i was gonna no, say was I, just I, I love it <laughs> All right now you're but, fucking right. me. Let's pass the stick. Who has the stick? First? Who's got the talking stick? <laughs> well, Matt does a little bit later in this chapter, apparently. Mm. Um, anyways, so I just like how there's there's the quick change. I mean, all this is happening pretty quick. The back and forth banter, and I, I'd love to see how, how this is played out on the screen. But um, you know, first Moraine's like, all right. All right, lady friend, now's your chance if you want to dip out of here. And she's like, no, I think I'll stay. And then there's a little back and forth. And and who knows, maybe Moraine would try and convince her to like, no, really, you don't want to come with us. But the second he's like, uh, Rand's the dragon reborn. Moraine's just like, all right, all of y'all, shut the fuck up. You're now coming with us. You have no choice. <laughs> like, I will kill you otherwise. You're now part of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, with, with what you know now, if you left, other people would kill you if I didn't get to you first. Like, it's... You know, it's it's you stay with me where I can watch you and trust you, or yeah. you die. You know too, you know too much now, right? <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Is that what you were gonna say? Is that where you're getting at? Yeah, that's what's getting. Okay, exactly where I was going. So yeah, yeah. Um, so Fayil's now officially a member of the group because Moraine's not gonna let her go nowhere. And um, where are you going? Nowhere. Uh, yeah, and you know, Moraine turns back to to Nita and says, "All right, leave the city now. You know, take everyone you love with you. Get out." And then they leave. Um, so they go out into the rain, and they're they're walking along um, at a fast pace. Um, and it's raining pretty hard. And they comment on that. And Lance, the one that speaks up, is like, "Well, it's a good thing it's raining because dark hounds don't like the rain. And um, you know, if it's if it's you know, raining really hard, they won't even pursue us. And then right as they say that, it starts to like let up and start to drizzle. And Loyal's like, oh no. <laughs> Loyal's like I just love. Loyal's like, 
I mean, I, I could have just stayed at the study and I would have been married by now. And I mean, that's pretty horrible, but not as bad as this. <laughs> I really did find that part the funniest of it. I was like, all this time, he's like gung ho. All of a sudden, it's like, bruh, I should have stayed at home. <laughs> what I have I got be, myself into? I could be singing to trees right now. And giving the D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah. So they leave the city, and Moraine's kind of searching for like you know some either like some high ground. I've got the high ground. Um, she's trying to be Obi Wan here, and um, they get a, a long. Cycle. You underestimate my powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, because uh, and they hear the dark hounds really far off, and parents like, yeah, they're really far away. I'm sure we're fine. And like, Lance like, no boy, the dark hounds will outrun anything, including our horses. Everyone, they'll be here in seconds. Like, mm. we got to move now if they're well, howling. But uh, Fail, when they're going back and forth, she's like, uh, or Zareen, or what are we calling her? Let's be consistent. Fail, Fail, yeah, Fail, yeah. That's what so she, she says. She says the dark hounds. Those are the dark hounds. Are you sure it isn't the wild hunt? Capital wild, capital hunt. I said I. And Moraine says, but it is. It is. So, like, I, I know we heard about the wild hunt either last chapter or before, like recently, but did we really get details of what so, the wild hunt is? Hopper mentioned it in the Wolf Dream with Perrin. Um, mentioned that until the wild hunt comes, or, or the last hunt, or something like that. But yeah, right, right, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, but but beyond that, we don't know. No, um, I guess I'm assuming is. this is something prophesized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Zareen is more than she lets on. We all know this. Like oh, she yeah. is definitely a princess of some foreign land, especially the way she rides the horse. Yeah, or she could be something else. Well, and and remember, as we've been traveling around, even people that seem somewhat intelligent, they know a little bit about certain prophecies and stories through songs and some fun tales have been told in their village. But there's very few people we've run into that like study these prophecies in in detail yeah, uh, and, and she seems to know a lot more detail like on she par with some of her eyes to die and yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah she's pretty wild so they they find a hill um they go climb but the wait top i gotta i gotta say this i gotta say this because oh. remember land fear is everybody and everybody's land fear right i thought the same thing when we run into ran into celine she seemed to just know way too much about a whole bunch of mm. shit. Remember she was in, she was impressing loyal with everything she knew. Yeah. Yep. But I can't go with you on this one. Yeah. I mean, it's a stretch, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't be completely surprised. Yeah. So yeah, they find their, their hill to go up on um, and they get to the top and there's a statue up there. Um, it looks like a statue of an Ogier and Loyal's like, well, that's not possible. There's no studying here. Um, and you know, it'd be nice if it was cause then yeah. dark counts couldn't come in, but, um, but yeah. Um, and Moraine gives a whole speech about how lots of things are old and destroyed and cities change and who knows what this used to be. Hmm. Um, and, and Perrin wants to know like, why aren't we still moving? And that's when Moraine says, yeah, we cannot run them. Like we're going to have to fight them. So we need to find the best spot to fight them. And this is Lance so got, says that. I think, yeah, Lance says yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Lance says we got to find the best spot. Uh, and I think it's, uh, um, you know, I think, what's it, Fayel like pulls out her knives. And he's like, that's not going to do anything with Dark Hounds. Like, this sword <laughs> won't even do anything. It's <laughs> like, funny that he made the Ogier in her. Like, you think the one person I want fighting on the side, I'll be loyal. 
Like, I know he doesn't like to fight, but he's big and he's strong. Like, mm-hmm. I still feel like out. push come to shove that that dude is going to be beast mode. Yeah. He's like, going to go, he's going to go Hulk at some point. Yeah. Like I, here, I wanted to kind of see him grab the leg of a dark hound and chuck him a hundred meters. Like, mm-hmm. cause I think he could. Yeah. Especially if he was defending not just himself, but people that he cares about. I feel like he's the type that would step up and go beast mode. Yeah, that anger would just yeah. take over. Raging is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to this you know, next part where they're on top of the hill. They're getting ready for the Dark Count to show up. Perrin can hear him getting closer and closer really fast. He gets his bow out because he feels feels like, well, the, the sword's not going to work for land. My axe is not going to do much. So might as well get a bow out. Hit him from, and I think Land makes a comment because you might be able to stop one. <laughs> like, yeah, he said, they don't die easy. Perhaps you will kill one. To try if you wish, blacksmith. You're not going to kill that man with the bow, but go for it. I was like, what are you, th- what are you supposed to fight him with our bare hands? Like, what's the deal? What are we waiting on? Well, I think there, I think Land knows that Moraine's the only way out of this. Um, yeah. So Land, Land's well aware, but everybody else is kind of like, well, I guess we're going to ready to fight. And Land, Land's like, yeah, it's really no point. Moraine's going to handle this. <laughs> we can't. We really can't do anything. So, like, if you think about the big picture strategically, again, back to lack of communication, this this bothers me. I mean, unless they're trying to you want the wow. let Perrin have a confidence boost that maybe he could take one down by himself, why not just let him know, hey, bro, save your arrows, I've got this. Because yeah. what, if, what if 10 miles down the road they need him and those arrows to be able to pick something off from a distance? Well, now you just wasted them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Moraine is, is focused. She's not the one doing the talking. It's Lan. I think Moraine is so yeah, focused. But Lan right knows. On, we don't yeah, know Lan that could, Lan, Lan knows, could have said something. Yeah. We the Lan believe knows. Lan knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah. So the 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 pack shows up. Perrin does manage to you know hit one um, with with a <laughs> shot. Um, you know, it takes three arrows to actually kill one of them, and the rest of them are still approaching, and he doesn't even time to to load more. Um, and then finally, as they're getting yeah so close, Moraine finger uh, blast, feel like finger blast the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a bar Bam. of white light shoots Chip, out, chip, and bright as the sun, and mm-hmm. and they all. Then when when the light fades, they're they're gone. So uh, she was, was finger to- blasting and didn't even warn anybody. Perrin still had his eyes open. Her finger blasting almost blinded him. This is this yeah. is like I love the the imagery. It's like the air behind her hands caught fire and streaked towards the dark hounds, vanquishing night. Like that wasn't <laughs> yep. a finger blast. That was like a five finger blast. Yeah. yeah. She, she, <laughs> that was oh, a man. five finger death punch like, right yeah. there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's better than what I was going to say. We'll stick with that. Five finger death punch. <laughs> yeah so um and as soon as you know and then it's over um they're gone like once the you know the 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 light comes you know fades back down they can see again the the dark hounds are just vanished they're not even there anymore and fayul immediately is like what the hell did you just do and uh, marine of course gives her a nonchalant answer like something forbidden actually like no one's used this in 2000 years. I could be in a lot Anybody of trouble even, for knowing, for even how knowing to how to do this thing. Um, See, so yeah. her first thought was on the him that may or may not be watching. And perhaps he may or may not have noticed who is yeah. he. So I don't think it's Sam. 
No. Hmm. I don't think it's Sam. I think it's bigger than that. If it's if it's something that's that old and that forbidden, I mean, we might be talking the creator himself. We might be talking the dark one himself. The eye of Sauron. Right. So that's what I was that's what I pictured here, like like the central evil um is what she was hiding from. But okay, so Chris, did your mind go here? So clearly I'm I'm assuming this is the Balefire. Is that is that what it was called? Yes. Balefire, yeah, right? Called. By description. Right. Um and she's paranoid about being found or seen because she did it, right? Well, Rand, Rand has been finger blasting like a motherfucker. Yeah. And guess who else has done a little finger blasting? Nynaeve. Nynaeve. But they don't know that they could be seen or tracked by doing it. So, like, are they in more danger now? And a third person's done finger blasting in this book as well. A fourth person? A third. Yeah, Nynaeve, Moraine. A third person. Third. Rand. Rand. Yeah. Do you see that? Alan, yeah. are you on drugs? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I let off with Rand. Oh, you let off Rand. Sorry. I, I'm, <laughs> sorry. I'm sitting there like re- trying to read chat and do things at the same time. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you. Oh, it's okay. So, like, I, so my thought was, is she concerned about the use of the power drawing attention? Or is she concerned that somebody sent their hounds after them so they're watching and then they see the use of the bell fire? So I was kind of torn along the same lines that you were speaking. Maybe it means that they'll be, you know, more noticed the more they use it. Or maybe it just means that the people are after her and they're trying to determine her power and how much of a threat she is. Well, she even, she even mentions that, that like, they're not their main concern. Like they're merely an annoyance. Yeah. It better look like a little little trophy or something, a little, a little extra kill. That'd be cool, yeah. but not the main focus. Yeah, and, and Parent even asks, like, well, obviously the main focus must be Rand. If we're taking her after Rand, and Moraine says, well, it could be Matt, too. He did blow in the horn of Valir. It's <laughs> 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 like, she just gave him all that shit for Rand as the dragon reborn, and now... Well, this, at this point, Fael's sealed, so she can do it. Fael, I'm ruining your quest. The horn has been blown. <laughs> She's so evil. I love her. <laughs> and Fael's just like, what? <laughs> It's already been found. My life is over. <laughs> it's funny how she ended her quest in like one sentence. Which which I just love that whole thing that like, you know, she just, I, I don't know if it hits her right away, but like from the very beginning when she said, I'm a hunter of the horn and like parents snickering about it, like parents uh, known from day one, like <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> uh, but hasn't said anything to her. Like, cool story, bro. I'm sure, she, I'm sure she's like fuming now. Like, wait, you guys known this entire time that, that the horns already found and you've just been <laughs> not telling me like, no, you didn't need to know this stuff. <laughs> She's freaking out. Perrin, Perrin looks her way with a little shitty and grin and goes first time. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> been there, exactly. done that. <laughs> yeah. And then the scene ends with Moraine saying, all right, let's cut this discussion. we got to move to tier. Uh, if the forsaken or after ran, we got to get to tier. Um, let's go. And well, she did her tinker-like gaze off into the distance, like she was seeing yeah. through shit, and then she was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Once again, events outpace me, and I don't like that, and neither should you. If events outrun me, they may well trample you and the rest of the world with you. Why is she so high and mighty? 
Yeah, she's nice to die. She's nice to die. That's how they are. Um, so any thoughts before you switch characters? Anything we missed before we jump over to our, our good old buddy? I don't feel like for as long as it was, that was a really quick part of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. And we've had the time. There's so much in, I mean, we hit all the high points, right? Mm-hmm. I, I noticed I was reading the dog so quickly and made it out to be a big like battle scene. It would be much more worthwhile, but yeah, not, it was, it was over right as soon as it started. Yeah. Right How, okay. So I have some questions. Um, how is it that Lan and Moraine? So, so Moraine knowing about the Dark Hounds and the best way to defeat them and how to use the Balefire and all that jazz. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Herbie and Aes Sedai, clearly she could have just researched all of this. But Lan seems more like the type that learns from experience. And he speaks as if he knows, like, knows, knows how these Dark Hounds operate and work. So what experience has he had in the past with these dark hounds? Mm. Like with full confidence. For example, when they ran into Forsaken at the end of the Eye of the World, uh, Lan whipped out his sword and just went full berserker and got tossed to the side. So you know about Lan's, a little bit about Lan's backstory that he's from the Borderlands, obviously. From from, from Malkir and right. was, raised, was raised up there. And it talks that the dark hounds are, are prevalent up up there in the blight so oh okay and so i must have grazed over that yeah. part because i was i was thinking the dark hounds were not just from hell yeah like yeah. like maybe so they were directly controlled think, by the forsaken so it requires think, a forsaken yeah. to be out and about to be able to no because they said they said in the last chapter that no dark hounds have been seen south of the mountain of doom since you know since the trial or some of that like they didn't mention okay. that yeah, yeah, yeah. When when they were searching, they found the tracks last chapter. True. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So he probably has um, either directly dealt with them or heard has of. learned from somebody that directly dealt with them. So because because right. he yeah. he seems just very confident about his knowledge of these dark hounds at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, also, Chris, can you do a quick mic check? Mic check one two one two mic check. Oh, wait till chat. Microphone here, check. Chris? Micro- microphone check. Probably just sitting too far back. I keep coming in and nope. up. Nope. No, you're gone completely. You're compl- you're go- you need to read. Oh. Reconfigure the power couplings. Reconfigure the power couplings. Got to be you got you got to jiggle the handle. Jiggle I, the handle. I the water's still running. You got to <laughs> jiggle. He's not jiggling the handle. He's not jiggling. Tell him to jiggle the handle. I'm jiggling something else. Oh, Matt, you're oh, so oh, silly, oh, Matt. Oh, oh, oh. You're so silly. You're gonna get us all killed. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. You're crazy, Matt. Hey, right, you back, Chris? Yeah, I've been back. Can they? Hear uh, me? So there he is. Yeah, they said there he is. They can hear you. They should have heard me talk about jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Brief pause and we'll jump right in with Matt. All right. Moving on to Matt. So Matt and Tom. Um, what is Matt doing? Matt's opening up fireworks. Fireworks. Good Lord. <laughs> Bingo. 
<laughs> yeah, they're sitting around a campfire, and Matt's just sitting there cutting a, uh, a fire open. Like, the one thing, the one thing we told you not to do. Yeah. You had one job. <laughs> so I actually, I need to admit defeat on this, because I was like, I know my prediction was him using the fireworks to blow something up or as a distraction or whatever, but I missed the obvious. Somebody like Matt, and I should have known this, because it's like looking in a freaking mirror, they were like, whatever you do, don't ever open them up. Super dangerous. The most scary, most dangerous, crazy thing you could do. And Matt goes, yeah, okay. Goes down the road and goes, I'm going to fucking open this shit up. <laughs> like, I should have known that's where he was going with it. That's, yeah. Yep. Because that's exactly what I would have done. Be like, why, why doesn't she want me to open it? Maybe she put something special in this one. I'm opening it. <laughs> Yeah, so he goes through and describes it. You know, it's like, oh, this piece of paper and there's like this dirt stuff inside. That's weird. That's it? Really? That's all it's inside? <laughs> um, and then, and Tom's not paying attention at first. Then he turns around and Tom's like, starts flipping out at him. He's like, what the f- are you oh, doing? Oh, light burned me. <laughs> are you trying to kill us, boy? Haven't you heard those things explode 10 times as hard for air as for fire? Fireworks are the next thing to isodize. Work, boy. <laughs> And, and, and Matt's just like, it didn't explode. Huh. Um, maybe. Luck <laughs> <laughs> quite literally, that was his answer. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, <laughs> she, she, said, she said it explodes, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, um, I mean, it's kind of, this is one of those moments where I think Jordan's writing, a, writing in a little bit of kinkiness, and he's trying to slide it past us. So I, I feel like I need to read it. And it's, where is it at? Let me, I, I highlighted it. What did he say? He said, we were a galaxy exploding into a million pieces, creating a whole new world as we crashed against each other on the soft surface of his mattress. A cloud in the darkness, our bodies finally falling together like rain. Oh, no shit. That's the erotic fiction I've been reading. Um, (laughs) I'm on the wrong page. Uh, No, but he does have a moment uh, where where he's taking it apart and all that jazz, and he's, he's, he's thinking about the instructions he was given. And uh, what's the what's the actual line, Alan? Where it's like it doesn't always explode. Yeah, she said it doesn't always explode. Oh my uh, goodness! I was yeah. quite literally looking through the chapter, like did I miss something? No, no. Get him! Where, where did I miss all of this? <laughs> <laughs> what happens next? Yeah, it's exactly. it's so, so the maybe line, it's my just... dirty mind, but like every now and then, like the story's flowing, it all makes sense. And then there's one or two lines that Jordan throws in there, and I'm like, is my mind in the gutter? So, or so was exact... he making a little nudge and a wink joke? Like, what's the... that felt like a nudge and a wink. Yeah. The exact <laughs> line was luck. It only explodes sometimes, she said. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my mind could just be in the gutter. I don't know. Yeah, Again, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I need to lay off the erotic fiction. It just. Yeah. Okay. It's messing yeah. me up. So yeah. Um, and Tom's yelling and screaming at him and he's just like takes the handful of the inyards and throws it into the fire. <laughs> Tom like literally loses his shit. Like, what the fuck are you he's like, see so told you they don't do anything when it's not in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could just see veins bulging out of Tom's head. He's like, as I'm yelling at you about doing the dumbest fucking thing you could possibly do, you you respond by doing something even dumber <laughs> like what in the world like <laughs> and as tom's yelling like matt goes back and like grabs even a bigger one i wonder it's like tom's like seriously he's like i'm not gonna open this one <laughs> like 
Um, so as they're having this argument, all of a sudden you hear, oh, a fire, and four people show up um, suspiciously. Um, Don't forget, this seems to be a bad habit of Matt's, by the way, opening stuff up and taking it apart, such as the clock. Yeah, let's talk about that, because that was interesting, too, because he goes back to, he goes to a little side story, like that, yeah, you know, this has kind of been his thing. Thinking about Master Alvera's clock, it had to be the work of Aes Sedai, but once I got back, uh, got to the back of the cabinet open, I saw it was full of little pieces of metal. And he's just like, I think Parent could make one if he saw those little wheels and springs and I don't know what all. And then, like, yeah. Tom just like, yeah, uh-huh, you're comparing a clock to a firework. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Well, because a, a lot of people, like, think illuminators are basically Aes Sedai. Like, it's magic what they do. And, and Matt's like, no, I'm, I saw Ludra. She's not Aes Sedai. There's nothing magic about it. Like, this is just something normal. Like, and Matt's kind of putting that together. Like, it's not magical. Like, it's just, I, that's why I'm going to open it up because I know it's not. Um, yeah. So I wonder, he, he specifically brings in parents, t- parents' talents and how he might be able to help. So I wonder if Matt will be able to figure this out all on his own. Or if this is like one of those things where the party's going to level up at some point and gain a new attribute and in power when when they link up and share knowledge and like then they can make their own yeah but yeah i think so matt matt keep matt keeps wowing us with like how his brain works and how smart he actually is behind all of the shenanigans Mm -hmm. so i i think if he's determined enough and if he actually studied enough uh that's something he can either do himself or work with parent to make happen and that'd be pretty cool he's like one of those guys if they just apply themselves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 so much more but alan just... you give me the same lecture like every four to six months okay i'm doing the best <laughs> i fucking can and i'm living my best life all right <laughs> just i'm having fun just along the way let me be me <laughs> i just i just want to be me uh, yeah so anyway um I, I so i get mixed up sometimes if i said it on a podcast or if it was in the discord chat i get i get mixed up there but so, like, this totally reminded me of me, well, not just as a kid, but even now. Like, I like to figure out how things work. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a hobbyist with working on cars, and it started with simple things of changing the oil to I've rebuilt transmissions and I've rebuilt engines and all that jazz, and I just love that stuff. Um, but it goes way back to when I was, like, four or five years old, and my dad was out on duty on uh, one weekend, and... <clears throat> My mom was doing some yard work or whatever, and I'm inside, and my dad had this brand new stereo system. And when I, like, mid-80s stereos, I don't know if y'all could picture these, but it's stacks and stacks of electrical components and these giant floor speakers and everything. Anyways, all the electrical components in the main tower, I opened it up, unplugged all the wires from the back, started taking things apart, pulling off knobs, like whatever I could remove by hand or unscrew by hand, I took it all apart and my mom came in and I could still remember like just this blood curdling scream of her like, oh my God, when your father (laughs) sees this. And then she just stopped and she was like, you know what? Here's the deal. If you get it put, you get it put back together before he gets home, I won't even say anything. But if not, when he gets home, I'm act surprised and that's your ass. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so magically got it, put it back together. And I don't, I don't think, I think I just told him about it. Like maybe within the last year, he never knew. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 
Yeah. So I, 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 your your the stories of Ian taking apart things um, of never being trained. I remember coming to your house one time in high school. I think it was in college. It might have been the Mustang. Um, it's your Mustang, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I went to I just showed up randomly to your house, and you had the garage door open. So I went in, and you had your car in the garage, and you were completely taking apart the engine because you were trying to replace something. And I was like. What are you trying to replace? And you're like, I can't remember what it was, but you literally had like the entire <laughs> was, engine in pieces. It, it was and the, was like, it was was the like, timing belt, but then I also realized there were other things I had to replace as I was doing that. So yeah, there was yeah, stuff everywhere. So then you started just, yeah, there's stuff everywhere. And I was like, I was like, and I, I, I figured like, cause I remember you, you had went to the, cause it was, it was like before, like we had like YouTube, so you couldn't watch a YouTube video on it. You had like, Went to I think the college library and printed out the entire like mechanics guide to uh, yeah every little yeah to, every little piece on that car. Uh, I, to, had a, I had a diagram and, and you had diagrams and you're just you had like sheets of paper everywhere and taking apart the car and I was like, shouldn't you just take it to a mechanic? And you're like, no, I got this. I got this. <laughs> I was like, okay. Chugs uh, a beer, yeah. keeps working. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just stood by the side and chugged beer and watched you. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. but it worked. I got it back together. Yeah, yeah. Only no. had one or two bolts left over, but I mean, it ran. It ran. There you <laughs> go. So yeah, so these four people show up, um, and you know they're uh, look like honest travelers, right? But it's too late for honest travelers to come by. You know, Matt. Matt's a little suspicious about it, but hmm. the woman looks really pretty, and she's wearing some nice clothing. And she asks, you know, says, "Oh, I just need directions to an inn." You know, um, and then all hell she breaks loose. She made herself really hella comfortable right away, which automatically set off alarms to me mm-hmm. like Closing if you're the distance. supposed to be a noble person you're not gonna yeah. be going ahead of your people they're gonna go ahead of you they're gonna check out the camp they're gonna make it known who you are then they're gonna let you off the course and you're right like they definitely tapped into the knowledge that we uh, you can't even call it element of surprise they wrote up but they're like we want them to think that we're friendly and then boom yeah we got this yep and, hey, and I, I gotta ask chris as you're reading this did you think about um when we were following rand when he was off by himself for the first mm-hmm. time and yeah. it was it was the first instance where i started questioning and i was like oh shit is rand like dicing up innocent people like how far crazy is he gone because there was a scenario where some chick and some people came up on him and without even having a conversation, he was just, he just diced them up. Yep. Yeah. But Rand, right. Rand's going to borderline crazy where Matt's like, Oh, it looks like a nice lady. Right. Right. He tried. <laughs> and I'm not saying there's a connection connection, but like, I don't know, kind of similar in ways. Yeah. Also, Chris, stay closer to the mic. They say, <laughs> how about now, baby? How about now? Guys, I'll right now, close. right now. My oh, mic, wow. You sound a lot better. Uh, right now, my mic is in my mouth. Yeah, my, mine too. And it's I a, have the big, it's black. a big fucking mic. <laughs> my jaw is starting to cramp. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, oh, you took it before I got there. She has said that. Okay, continuing. On. No, I've, I've, ne- I've never Kill him, heard fools. that, actually. I've never heard that. We just like our new mics and talk really closely oh, together. Yeah. Kill him, fools. Next on the anyway. Will Reads, Matt dissects a firework. I said, I, man, cried, fools, fireworks. <laughs> 
I see you have boom boom sticks. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So as this all is happening, um, a dude pulls out a crossbow, and before anything, you know, Matt jumps out of the way. Tom starts throwing knives. People start dropping. Um, it happens really fast, but um, they pretty much dice everybody up. Matt gets gets his bow staff. I say, does Matt even get a kill? Yeah, he gets one. He whomps one dude on the head pretty good. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. kill him. Well, the yeah. ice rolled back. I mean, Tom gets all the kills. Well, yeah, Tom. Tom's all the good. XP points go to Tom. I hope so. Like, if this is like shared XP among the party, like Matt just got carried here, yeah, and because Matt was trying, Matt was like attempting to talk to this lady, like. Okay, come over here while I decide what to do with you, and then swoop dagger through. Did it go through her throat? Yes, her throat. throat. I cannot yeah. wait to see that on the show because yes. the way it was a slow bleed out. It wasn't even yeah. a quick kill. <laughs> like he enjoyed yeah. that kill. <laughs> and 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 both her and Matt had the same surprised look on their face. Like didn't see that coming. Yeah, and Matt turns to Tom's like, "What the hell, dude? It's a woman!" And and like Tom's like, "She was about to kill you, dude." Yeah, look at, look at this here dagger. Rolls her over. Yeah, uh, nice long white dagger. Yeah, but but Matt does feel bad about killing a woman though. He's like, we could have tied her up or something, you know. Yeah, but, Matt's got yeah. too many morals. Yeah, that's that royal blood coming out. Mm. Yeah, Matt Matt needs to very quickly so he can sleep at night. He he needs to redefine what innocence is, and a pretty face does not equal innocence. And even uh, women in general doesn't necessarily equal innocence. And I'm not picking on women. It's just this happens to be his, you know, Achilles heel right now. He's freaking mm-hmm. out about it. Um, there's there's different ways you got to look at it. And you can tell Tom's been around long enough that he never let his guard down around her. And he looked at her as a threat the whole time also, not just You know, we keep accepting her. Tom for who he is, but I really need to know why he is who he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. He's so talented. Yeah, no, I mean, he had to be a, like, uh, mercenary type kill for hire or assassin or something. He's too fucking smooth. But then we'll pull out the flute and harpy. He is the old school Bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Shaken, not stirred. Yes. Mm. Riding on his white stallion to save Moray. There it is. Offering mustaches rides. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So after you know the woman dies, they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. The Queen's Guard shows up. Uh, they got a lot of questions about the dead bodies around. So let's let's get out of here. And before they leave, Matt starts cursing Elaine. She's like, whatever is like, well, first he notices one of the men. He rolls the man over. He's like, this is the same guy. He must have been a good swimmer. And Tom's like, how do you know you can swim? He's like, same guy from the boat. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Tom's like, what are the chances that the same exact guy is like, it's the same guy. Um, so I, I had a question about that. What do you guys think about? I mean, obviously. Matt's being hunted, but <laughs> yeah, we know Matt's being hunted. My, like we haven't really had much interaction with gray men. So, like, my assumption originally was, like, they're zombie-esque type people, which they are. But, like, these men, like, openly communicated and stuff like that. So, like, I just... No, I don't think they're... I don't think these were gray men. They're yeah. They're just dark friends. They're just, like... I questioned it, though, because I was like, is this... 
are these dark friends or all these gray men? And then it makes me think that we got different factions. We got one group of people or one person controlling the dark hounds. We have another person controlling the gray men and then another person controlling the dark friends, which we know is Beelzebub. Yeah. yeah. So then we got to figure out and we know that the, the dark, the, the dogs are the hounds are being controlled by Sammy. Mm-hmm. So then we need to figure out who the gray man is atta- men are attached to. Huh. And it's like, is it Lanfear or is it somebody else? Mm. Or could it be Pat and Fane? Bom, bom, oh, we haven't seen that guy in a while. Yeah, we haven't, but I know he's still active. Like, he's Pat and Fane. He will yeah. come back. Like, from book one, day one, Pat and Fane was my number one villain. He will be something awesome. Yeah. I, I, w- I will so, say, if if we're putting the the crossbow guy, if we're putting him in uh, just dark friend category, like a, a ballsy type dark friend, uh, still a huge, huge, huge upgrade from Pater. Like, uh-huh. the, the dark friends are getting their shit together. Like, Pater, yeah. Pater would have found a way to shoot himself or, like, accidentally shoot one of his buddies <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. Oh, my gosh, I, I'm clumsy. And then trip and fall and knock himself out. And yeah, Matt probably. and Tom would be like, the <laughs> fuck just happened here? <laughs> so the dark friends are getting their shit together, I think. You know, they're getting yeah, yeah. a little, a little more professional. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had dark friends like Inktar, which are definitely are badass warriors. So, I mean, we have we, we have some some more uh, uh, more sophisticated or more skilled dark friends out there than, yeah, than yeah. our good old friend Pater. But, um, so, um, so, yeah, so they leave... Um, and as they're leaving, Matt's cursing Elaine for the letter, saying, whatever's in this letter, and they've already read the letter, of course. Uh, they did that way back on the boat. And Tom's like, listen, I went to that letter. I was, I'm familiar with Days Damar. There's no cipher or code in here. It's just a letter. Like, it's not the letter they're after. And Matt's like, I don't know. Still, if I get my hands on her, I'm still going to give her a peace of mind. Like, hmm. He's just happy to get rid of it. He's like, we just need to get to Camelin. I need to get rid of this letter. And that's how we end the chapter. Uh, so Tom, all right. The queen, like all the queens before her, they went off to Tarvalon and they were trained, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. And so maybe the current queen didn't make it quite as far as Elaine or whatever, but Tom doesn't know everything and there might be something magical about this letter, something that could be seen. Um, maybe even it's like a simple code that the, the novices use or something. So I, I'm not, I'm not discounting. There could be, probably will be more to this letter. Maybe it's invisible ink. Yeah. I mean, it could be that simple. Maybe you have to take the ring and get it hot and put it in the fire and then read the inscription, you know, maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Nothing like that has been done before. So I don't know. We're new territory here. New territory. Yeah. No or it could just be a letter. Or it could just be a letter. <laughs> <laughs> so any final thoughts or anything we missed in these, this chapter? Nah. Hunted. Yeah. Hmm. So no, both, both parties were hunted in different ways. So a very, very good name for a chapter. Um, but yeah, sounds good. Well, it does show there's some discord or discourse between the discord i'll use that word between the 
Forsaken. Yeah. I wonder if that was always the case or if this is a new development as they've been in hell for thousands of years together. Yeah. And they, how dangerous they would be if they were actually having to have been working together from the beginning. Okay. So you, you, you're at the, at the mind that they're working against each other versus mm-hmm. as one team. Okay. They're working towards their own cause. Hmm. Yeah, they're we got a little bit of that from for the attention of the master, of course. When Balsamon and Lanfear met and they overheard the conversation, you got a lot of that where Balsamon like, and Lanfear. Yeah. I'm still holding out like judgment on the Forsaken as a whole. Uh, it's entirely possible, maybe not all of them, but maybe some of them got labeled as Forsaken just because of uh, some powers they chose to explore and use but they meant for good, you know, maybe they just found a different way to, I don't want to say channel, but maybe that's mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I, I I think we got a lot of books ahead. I think there's opportunity for some crazy twist of one of the forsaken actually being misjudged in the past. And maybe they turn out to be one of the good guys or girls or wifey. Yeah. <laughs> But Sammy seems like a jerk. Yeah. 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 So, um, let's take a pause. Cool. Um, it's, we're like an hour in, so I'm going to stop this session. Oh, look yeah. You're getting better. I, I swear I'm yeah, look, look at me. That's a twofer, look buddy. That's a I know. I know. It's two times I actually started recording. All right, so... Yeah, so I just I went out I, during our break. I went out to the uh, kitchen to grab another beer, and my wife's out there, and she's like looking exhausted. I was like, because we have St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, so I forgot to mention this in personal life, but I mention it now. So like every St. Patrick's Day, we do. Well, before COVID, we used to do a really big thing. Uh, last year, we did a lot smaller because COVID just started. So like, the order to lock down was this week or whatever. So. Um, we canceled having a really big thing. Um, I think we just had family last year, but this year we are doing just, um, so there's two other couples that have kids the same age as our kids. Of course, now we're all best friends because yeah, uh, that's how it happens. Um, so they're coming over tomorrow night and then everybody else that normally gets invited is getting to go orders. So we're just going to deliver all afternoon corned beef and cabbage. So we brine our own corned beef. We, uh, we go to a local farmer's market and buy basically half a cow and um, have our own brine solution, put it on bucket so we could go and they've been soaking um, in the brining solution for um, yeah, a week to get all corned up. And at five o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, we're going to throw them in the crock pots and the slow cookers and cook all day long. And um, hopefully by dinner time, it will be a, a delicious gal soda bread. And uh, oh yeah, that's and we got great. Uh, we we got homemade uh, sauerkraut and some cabbage and a bunch. Of, yeah, it's we got we got we got lots of good stuff. What Alan um, doesn't know is, assuming I'm not incarcerated tomorrow, I'm coming by for dinner. Yeah, Ian has court tomorrow, so Ian might be going to jail tomorrow. It could I, happen. I've, I've already requested that we're making a new Patreon level. If uh, Ian does go to jail tomorrow, that uh, there's going to be a new Patreon level to <laughs> pay for that. To pay to, so every Tuesday night, uh, to petition to the jail <laughs> warden to allow him to make a collect call. It's going to cost us a lot for our podcast. Yeah, to get two hours, that's going to be pretty but, penny. Get, but get, Chris was right. Um, 
you have to add <laughs> to the canteen too because I have to pay off all my other cellies with honey buns oh, to be able yeah, to exactly. use the phone for oh, two hours yeah. straight. I've got to pay people mm-hmm. off. And or you can use the other set of honey buns. Yeah, honey so buns we'll, or uh, um, instant coffee. That's yeah, like so we we will stop you, doing give, we will stop doing giveaways and all of our Patreon money will now go towards Ian's phone bill while he's in jail. Um, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, you got two honey buns. We'll, we'll get a bunch of new perfectly. listeners from the our, Newport News. Our, 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 pa- our patrons, can right. we can we just organize a jailbreak instead? Uh, it sounds <laughs> a lot easier. <laughs> Possibly, um, but yeah, it's um, don't we, drop we can the soap. Drink, so. um, yeah, don't drop the soap. Uh, I'm oh. taking I'm taking powdered soap because it's harder to pick Ho- up. You know what I mean? Hopefully, it all just gets dismissed. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Everything is dismissed. Tonight, so. I, I mean, it should, but gosh, I me and this judge yeah. don't get along and. Oh yeah, oh, we bad. know each other. <laughs> it's like a, a Jerry Seinfeld and Newman thing. Like I walk in, she's like, "Hello, Ian." I go, "Hello, Judge Blank." I'm like, "I won't use names here," <laughs> and we just stare each other down. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. Excuse fun. me, guys. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I have confidence. Mama, it's St. Patty's Mama, Day. They'll give a break. Yeah, yeah. I, I lost we'll the debit card. I, I told I you earlier. Um, I found it. it. Was on the floor. You know, take me to the store and get me and give me something. To eat. I'll, I'll pay you back. Now, right now, I'm recording for the next two hours. On floor, it's already ten o'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. So anyway, so that's fun. Um, I got I got some beef and barley soup here, homemade yeah, by Baba. Yeah, shit's yeah. delicious. I don't know how far you are from uh, Riverside, but good lord. Yeah. Oh, not that far actually, but. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm. It'll be all right. He's been literally drunk for the last four, five days. My grandma oh, is... days. I thought you were saying hours. <laughs> no, said days. quite days. literally. My grandma's been gone for three days. Look, well, and he didn't even know it. Look, I've I've been there, man. I can't judge him. I don't even know uh, the guy. You, yeah. You're not there every other week. And I, I wish I could say it that way. It's three weeks out of four. No. I have no sympathy anymore. There you go. You well, want food? Wow, go in there and cook it. Don't burn the house down. Wait, what? What? What's that? Grandma's house? What's that? What's that? Uh, at, at uh, at Mama Harris's house? She did. I, I'll say a simple beef and barley, but you know nothing she does is simple. It's got all all sorts of goodies in there, but it's a soup and it's delicious. All right, we're gonna wrap this uh, second session up <laughs> real <Yeah>. fast. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, peace. <laughs> I'm heading to Ian's. <laughs> you got some dark and stormers over there too. Uh, Ooh, I'll drive down. For I do that. have supplies for that. Who needs to work tomorrow? I have, I have court yeah, car guys. Me. I do not need to show up and say hello to Newman. Wait, let me, let me see where. Oh no, I, I, I do have a nine o'clock uh, uh, conference call. I have to I do have SOLs to at seven forty-five in the morning. I am not that early. Uh, yeah, nine a.m. I have well, a conference call. Alan, if you want to show up uh, at the at the court downtown at eleven o'clock, just walk in. And if they say, "What are you here for?" Be like, "I'm here for the shit show." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to watch. Uh, and from the other side of the room, I'll go high five, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll go to jail just like that. We'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. the process. New cellmate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Matt has vague memories of Camlin, but when they approached, it is all right. Let's start out. this chapter for real. <laughs> all right, so brief pause. All right, moving on to chapter forty-five, Camlin, and the chapter symbol is um, the lion of. Just meow. Yeah. Meow. Um, yeah. So we start with, yeah, as Chris was saying, 
Take it away. Matt had vague memories of Camelin, but when they approached it in the early hours after sunrise, it seemed as if he had never been there before. They had not. Uh, ooh, that sounds good. What are you opening? They had not been alone yeah. on the road since first light, and other riders surrounded them now, and trains of merchants' wagons and folks afoot all streaming towards the great city. He's finally coming into Camelin as himself so i wonder like are these memories like suppressed or were they somebody else's entirely huh well we know when he was like he was bad when he got the camel last time because he yeah. was dagger mat and the dagger was really got a hold he was sick he didn't even leave the room the entire time he was in camel like they went to the end yeah and he was there like just brooding every time he met loyal he's like why are you hanging out with the trollock and, like he was just pissed off of the world but chris mm-hmm. raises a good question when matt came through there before was there a was there enough of actual matt left that actual matt is just kind of vaguely remembering some of this stuff or when he came through before was he a hundred percent dagger matt and no old matt was left which would mean now he's tapping into memories that weren't his they were dagger mats which means he's not fully disconnected person. from it. Yeah. The plot thickens, maybe. <laughs> sure. Did you say the broth thickens? It is cooling yeah. down. It's getting mm-hmm. a little thicker. Is, beef and barley. Look, God, I can smell it. It's mm. so good. Mm. I'm going to get another bowl. Be right back. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we had Taco Tuesday. So we had tacos for dinner tonight. But beef, beef and barley sounds good, too. Anyway, um, so... Um, yeah, so like you said, he f- vaguely remembers the the uh, the city, um, yeah. But he was in no condition to appreciate, it. and now he actually appreciates how beautiful Camelot actually is. Um, and they get to the old place that they stayed at before, the Queen's Blessing, with uh, good old Master Gill. Well, they yeah, they agree mm-hmm. to meet there, right? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't go there first. Tom no. does. Mm-hmm. Tom does. You're right. Yes, Tom right. says go. Yeah, we're gonna meet at the. At the at the Queen's blessing, Matt's first thing is I need to get this letter off of me. He said, "No so. point in waiting. I'll take this letter straight on. A man could earn some gold in this city, Tom. Once he found a game of dice or cards, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of this and then make some money." Yeah, and he Good goes into kind of like yeah, and he thinks that you know this being a big city that there would be plenty of money to be made. Um, talks a lot about playing cards too, just that his luck's not as good with cards. There's too much, uh, it's not as, as much chance. There's some skill involved. And, and cards is more the big wigs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, you know, before we get to this next scene where he actually gets to the gate, anything from the description of the city or, or you know, we've already been in Kalen before, but anything that sticks out to you guys? Uh, I think the biggest thing we've already touched on is Matt's like it, it it's starting to get more clear, slowly unfolding. He, he's remembering a little bit more. That's really what I focused on. And and we see more of it even when he gets to the queen's blessing, things start to make more sense to him. But I, I have the same questions. Is it Matt, Matt remembering or, or is dagger Matt still in there? Mm-hmm. No evidence well, of either. Yeah, so far, it still but. seemed like business is normal. Like everywhere else around, they're kind of war ridden. But here, it, it is business as usual. We're not seeing anything new. We're just seeing it from Matt's perspective and his appreciation for the city. So far, right. yeah, we get a, we get a right. little update on business. 
when we finally make it back to the Queen's Blessing. But so far, I agree, nothing's jumping out as out of the ordinary. But then again, from Matt's perspective, he has a fuzzy recollection of what is ordinary here. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, nothing, nothing jumping out right now. Yeah. So, Chris, your mic keeps going like gargly. I don't what? know if it's uh, you sound fine on Zencaster on Discord. They say that it sounds like you're underwater sometimes. So, hey, Chris, Chris, yeah. I got a tip for you. Yeah, just put it in your mouth. That's why I got closer. That's what it is. I just keep backing away from it. It scares me a little bit. I should be used to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh. Well, like, you know what I'm going to say there. We'll just we'll let that red. Uh, I don't want to scare anyway. any listeners. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. So, um, so yeah, so they get to, he gets to the gates and he's thinking through, like, I got to do this right. I got to do this right. I got to do this right. And he fucks it up. Fucks it up. It was really cool. <laughs> like, why did he think for any one moment that he was going to be able to go just talk to the queen? Like, that's not a thing. Yeah, and, and he didn't even dress nicely. He's still, like, in his travel, like, farm uh, clothes, like, looking like a freaking bomb. Oh, like, and he, he goes up to the head guard, and he does pistol fingers, and he goes, Hey, El Capitan! <laughs> hey, buddy! What's up? He's got the biggest pair of cojones <laughs> of anybody like, else in the whole book. He's like, what do you want? He's like, and he talked to the queen. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, but I'm from Tarvalin. Definitely no. <laughs> it's like, but I got get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna call the guards. But but I got guards. Guards sees him. He's a dark friend. Dark friend. <laughs> uh, so all right, let's not shit on Matt too much. I will say this from my own personal experience: I have gained access to so many places that I should not have just by walking up and acting confident and acting as if I was supposed to be there. So yeah, yeah. You and you you'd long, be surprised you, yeah. how. And again, I mean, we get a whole sidebar. Maybe that's a tad bit of white privilege. Maybe that there might be all sorts of things sprinkled in there. But I don't know. I've many occasions. I I went. I was in uh, Vatican at St. Peter's where the catacombs were closed, and so the entrance was closed down to the catacombs, but the exit was still open because there was some contractor going down there doing work. And I just started walking down there with two of my friends. And they're like, what are you doing? I was like, no, just follow me. Like, I've been here before. No big deal. And we went in the exit and we got down there and there's just a bunch of contractors and a group of them looked at me and I just kind of gave the head nod and I started pointing at some stuff and like spouting off facts about it from the last tour I did years ago to my friends. And they were like, okay, yeah, I see that. And the contractors just kind of looked at each other like, but some. I guess he works here. It sounds like he knows what he's doing. So we, we went toward the catacombs under the Vatican City when all that shit was closed until the Swiss guard came and got us. So, I mean, it's- <laughs> so I, got, I got, I got two stories. One when I was denied one when actually same similar type thing. So one was we we're in Indonesia in a Muslim city and there was this beautiful mosque. I mean, when I saw it beautiful, I had like the giant, like, um, I don't know what you call them, but like the, um, they look like giant, round ball like peak things or what do you call those things like like when you look at the kremlin like those oh yeah 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 uh so i, I don't know what they're called but anyway um so we we minaret it wasn't a minaret that's what someone's said no it wasn't a minaret it was like the round all this yeah anyway so but there was scaffolding and they were rebuilding this mosque 
and there no, none of the workers were there. So we just like walked past and like, do you want to go climb on top of the mosque? And we're like, yeah, let's go ahead. And like some random guy walking on the street is like, is this off limits? And the guy's like, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> like some random like dude walking on the street is like, sure. I was like, all right, then the guy said it's okay. We're going to go. So we climb up on top um, and we took a lot of pictures until the city found out that we were climbing on the mosque and they got really upset and we kind of got ran out of town. So that was one time we acted like we were supposed to be there and they found us. Um, the second time was actually in Bali and this is even a better story. So we're at a bar um, in Bali and, and Bali still has like a King and queen of Bali. Um, they're figureheads. They don't hold any power. Uh, but the Prince of Bali was getting married uh, in U- Ubud, which is a city in Bali. And, um, and, we were drunk in a bar and the, the wife to be of the prince's mother. So the future mother-in-law of the prince was drunk the night before in the bar as well. And we met her and oh, wow. she invited us, she invited us to the wedding the next day. So we were like, all right. She's like, yeah, show up at the central, uh, it was, it was Hin- they're Hindu there, but show up at the Hindu temple. And, um, yeah, you can come to the wedding. You're my guest. So we dressed up, you know, with the nicest clothes we had, walk right up like we're going to go to the prince's wedding and the guards are just like who are you we're like yeah um the mother-in-law said like you know you're not a list <laughs> like we're like, hmm. but but the mother-in-law no no get the fuck out of here <laughs> like hmm. but <laughs> so got completely denied there but uh, oh. i felt like matt in this situation where it's just like access but i was denied. but but i was told i could no no in fact if you stay around here we're gonna arrest you like <laughs> but 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 just well, let me I say dressed, one more word. I just but, want to drop a name. Can I say the name? Because that might but help. I dre- but I dressed up. But I dre- look, look, look what I'm wearing. Look, what I have khakis on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live on a sailboat. Exactly. I'm wearing khakis. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> the peaks are called Paticus. Oh, Paticus. Okay. Yeah, it's only for that area. For like everywhere else, it is a minaret. But apparently, okay, the name one there. Cool. Yeah. So those were two stories where one we did have access to where we shouldn't have. Um, but one guy told us it was okay. And the other one, um, yeah, we got completely denied. Just like Matt here. I felt like Matt here. Um, <laughs> in fact, we, we were threatened to be arrested. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to say if you look at the, I want to say uniforms, but they're costumes. If you look at the costumes of the Swiss Guard from a distance, it's comical, right? You look at them and you're like, that's funny. What are you going to do with that clown outfit? But when they're really close to you and they're really angry, mm-hmm. it's very intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Just keep that in mind if you're ever there. Yeah. Nice. Are the Queen's Guard too? The guys with the big furry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the, the black hats and the red oh. coats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how people yeah. don't laugh at that. That's. Yeah. That's, anyway. Uh, yeah. So back to the story. Matt gets denied um, and gets kicked out. So he, he, Runs away um, after the argument, um, and then he's thinking as he's as you know once he runs away for a little bit, starts to walk again because he's like, all right, I'm out of the. They're not going to chase me, and he's like, you know, I should have just said Elaine's name first, not Tarvalon. But you know, she should have told me that Tarvalon and 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 the Camelot are not friends anymore. Like they've always been friends. Like what's what's the deal? Like so he's not privy to the information that there's been a break or at least a split. I'll give him his props here, though. He did say reluctantly, he added, I could have asked questions, too. He just was gung-ho to get the heck out. He didn't even bother to figure out what he was getting himself into. So, he was going to get arrested. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, he, he he made sure he was able to get out of the situation, but you're right. He did recognize. All right, I... I, I well, no, I mean, before he left the girls, even. Oh, yeah. He didn't even question him. But once the cops show up, I mean, you just run. I mean, you're from bad news. You know how it is. They ain't going to catch everybody. They ain't going to catch everybody. You just run. Uh, they really they really don't like chasing either. So No, they don't. <laughs> it's like, we have the actual party. Donut. Let me stop. I have some friends on the force, so I won't say that, but... <laughs> We had we had a we had a party from Waynesburg and was it Jimmy? Yeah, it was Jimmy who's from Newport News as well. And the cops show up. He was over and, the fence before anybody knew. And, what the fuck yes, was going as soon as the lights fl- lights flashed, he was gone. And like everybody else was like, "Oh, the cops are here. Let's go talk to them." You know, and like we're like, "Where'd Jimmy go?" And like, "Oh, he's from Newport News." Guys, he's yeah, Jimmy's <laughs> out. Jimmy Jimmy was five eleven, two hundred fifty pounds. This was a this was like a eight foot privacy fence. He fucking cleared it. That dude bounced. I've He's never gone. never seen a big dude that nimble it. before. It was. <laughs> we all kind of paused for a moment. We all went, "Damn, all right, well, uh, guys, get your IDs out. The cops are here." <laughs> well, do, do you remember the time we playing capture the flag at, uh, at the park after dark, and the cops showed up, and you oh, all yeah. ran? And yeah, so this is a fun side story. So since we're talking about cops and running. Um, so this was in college. Um, we were out of money. Otherwise we would have been drinking and we decided to go capture the flag, um, at a park after dark. Uh, and, uh, yeah, game was going fine. All of a sudden cop lights flash and everyone takes off running, including myself and the spotlight (laughs) shines right on me. So I stop running. I turn around with my hands up and start walking towards the cops um, and they get a loudspeaker and start yelling at me and tell me to put my hands up and, and walk mean. slowly towards the car. So I, I you know, I, I walk to the car or whatever, and they're like, they're like, What are you doing out here? And I was like, Uh, we're playing capture flag. He's like, sure you are. I was like, I was like, no, really, we're playing capture flag. He's like, no bullshit. Like, what what are you vandalizing? What drugs are you using? What are you drinking? Like, yeah, like what drugs? And I was like, I was like, no, no, seriously, like it's just a bunch of my college buddies, and we're playing capture flag. And it's like, then where are your buddies? I was like, they ran. Well, why'd they run? I was like, because they saw cop lights. Well, why'd they run? I was like, dude, that's everywhere in the city. That's what you do. Like, we are Newport News. What do you mean? Newport News. Like, you run. Yeah, you're taught from a young age. You run. Um, so, so they they handcuffed me and they got a loudspeaker and they're like, any friends of Alan, come on out or he's going to jail. And, um, and before that, they gave me, yeah, so, but before even that, they gave me this long speech or whatever, like, we're going to book you for trespassing at least blah, blah, blah. You know, cause you're not supposed to be here past dark. And it's like, I was like, okay, do it. Like, I don't care. Book me. And like, you don't care. Like, you know, what are you going to say to your future employer when you have like a record? And I was like, I'm going to tell the future employer that some asshole cop gave me a trespassing charge, like capture the flag, like, <laughs> <laughs> which pissed them off more. I'm tell uh, them what happened. And yeah, I'm gonna tell they'll be like, happened. that's crazy. Okay. You're yeah. hired. Okay. You're hired. <laughs> so, so eventually my friends, including Ian did come out of the bushes. Um, and they're like, Oh wow. You guys are really out here. You guys are really playing capture flag. I'm like, no, seriously. We are. You're like, wait, well, you guys need to get out of here. I was like, can we go get our flags? And they're like, seriously? Like, I was like, yeah, seriously. Like, I don't, don't want to be charged like, with littering. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can't just leave it there. Yeah, I, I can't just leave it there. We'll leave. Like, not a big deal, guys. Not really. Hey. Chill out. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story. So, um, so um, yeah, Matt makes it back to uh, finds Tom uh, after searching for a while for the, uh, the the Queen's blessing. Finally, finds it um, and goes in, um, and you get to see Gil again. So good old Basil Gil. Um, you know, 
you said Gilligan, and I was like, wait, Gilligan. what did I miss? Oh, no, he said Gil. Gil again. again. <sighs> Blind, man. Cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug. <sighs> so Gil remembers Matt. Um, of course, the stable hand didn't really, but acted like he did once he got some money. So, uh, again, I got to give some props to Matt. He's like, so he's not rolling in there with the same party that he had before. And I know Moraine and them eventually came. And I guess he has some fog-ish type memories of their experience here. But he's searching for, if not the VIP treatment, like he wants to be treated with respect there. So he's going in confidently. Mm-hmm. Like he's not wishy-washy about it. He's he know he, ha- he has the coin to back it up. So that's helpful. But he just marches in, and even with the state, even with the stable hand guy, he's like, "Ah, oh, you remember me?" Da da da. And before the guy has a chance to answer, he flicks him a silver coin. Dude sees the silver, and he's like, "Oh yeah, sir. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. You know. So he's 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 not just wandering in there. You know, this lowly dude from Edmonds Field. He, you know, he's he's trying to work his game, yeah. and I've got respect right. for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, you know, Gil recognizes Matt, you know, of course, and, you know, was sick last time. Um, and, and, you know, ask, asks Matt about, you know, everyone and Matt comments, you know, that the, the Aes Sedai are, are not likely, are not liked at the moment, it seems, and makes that comment and Matt Gil says, yeah, um, there's this new, uh, new, Morgase has a new advisor named Lord Gabriel. Um, and he doesn't really like Tarv Allen. At least, um, Gareth Bryn, cruise advisor, pretty much pretty retired, has been <laughs> retired. Um, so, what do you guys think about Lord Gabriel? His name is Padden Fane, and he is pretending so he can take over the city. Either that, or it's another forbidden, uh, forsaken, forsaken one. But I, I, I really wanted to be Padden Fane just because okay. I got the whole little finger thing going on in my mind. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like kind of slide his way on in there and do the do the dude the queen a little bit, persuade her she's off a rocker, and then kill her. Take yeah. over. Yeah. I, I was kind of feeling the uh another forsaken thing. But I don't I don't yeah, wanna I'm kinda of there too, but I, I really want to be Pat and Fane just because I miss him. It's been too long. You missed him. Pat and Fane. Entire book with no Pat and Fane. Yeah, in the very beginning. Yeah. So whatever's going on, there's a significant influence over Morgay's, and even if she's not, uh, like, spellbound or like actually being controlled mentally or whatever, compelled by some evil force, if it's not that, then I mean, maybe she's locked up behind the scenes, and somebody else is running things, and. And whatnot. I mean, it just it goes back to, um, again, Jordan doesn't sprinkle stuff in there unless it matters. And even Tom mentioning, well, this isn't like more gays at the marina. Like she wouldn't turn people away. She would do anything she possibly could to help mm-hmm. and get food to these people. She's turning them away. That doesn't seem right. So she's either under control or she's been locked away, and somebody else is pulling the strings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm over under the. She's got the. She's been digmatized. Yeah, 
That's, mm. that's the way I'm thinking about it. She's got yeah. herself a new man, and he's stepping in and has got her under his thumb. Well, if it's Pat and Fane, it wouldn't be that. He's not He's not a good looking of a guy. He's kind of like no, this. No, but he's got power. It's very judgy of you. He's got magic. Well, maybe it is judgy. If I remember when we first met Pat and Fane, I was singing his praises. I was like, this is a cool <laughs> dude. Look like an under, I think the first description of him, he looks like an undersized rooster. <laughs> he must he must get all the ladies or or it doesn't mean he had a couple books in the weight room. Yeah. 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 And and Tom's really surprised by this. Like Gareth Brynn being retired, like he never thought that would happen ever. Like something must be wrong. <laughs> um and, I feel I feel like uh, with with that, Tom already knows knows in his own mind. But not enough, maybe, to share with the group. Mm-hmm. I think Tom's sure. already yeah. figuring it out. He's back. there's there's been enough puzzle pieces played that he sees the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Tom um, is Tom is going to be the one that ultimately saves Morgays, and then they do the brown chicken brown cow. Mm. <laughs> oh. Tom's going to be the one to save Morgays. I think so. Okay. That's how they. That's how they reconnect and hook back up. I mean, out of everyone in the book, you think it's Tom? I, I think it's gonna be Pater, actually. But <laughs> Matt will save her, but Tom is. I think Pater's gonna do greater. I'm not even gonna respond to that, Alan. Tom is destined <laughs> for Moraine on the White Stallion. Don't kill my dream. Yeah, there you go. Tom and Moraine. So I can't even picture that. I'll be honest. The Tom and Moraine thing. I <laughs> I love that you're sticking to it. <laughs> But I have tried in my, I've tried in my head to picture you how that would just work. Imagine Gandalf with a multicolored jacket on, riding a unicorn because now he's going to be on a unicorn instead of a white horse. Yeah, I have told y'all that I I can't do drugs, right? So like oh. I can't I can't relate to those fantasies. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you need yeah. to be on another plane to picture that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then Gil wants to know what's what's in the letter. Like, what's what's this letter about? And he also wants to deliver it for Matt. And Matt's just like, no, I got this. I'm Matt's actually thinking letter. now, though. He's like, oh, yeah. we don't know what's in the letter. And I'll take yeah. care of it. Yeah. I got my own ways. Yep. And and Gil you know, suggests that maybe just wait till the guards change, you know, and maybe try again. And Matt's like, no, I think I'm just going to go ahead and uh, not talk to the guards anymore. I think you got another way of doing it. And that's kind of how we end this chapter. I kind of forget really short the chapter. other way in. How do they mm-hmm. get out before? Like, how, what other way in is there besides oh, over the garden wall? Ran, ran cleared a right, wall. Yeah, yeah. cleared a wall. And remember, Matt. Matt has boom boom sticks. Oh, that would be horrible. But <laughs> and and so with the description of all these, like the guards have all Damn. been mostly swapped out. Well, not all. But like many of them have been swapped out with this new guard. Set up the boom boom six on the opposite side of the, the wall. But how would he set it off? Slow fuse. Slow fuse. Really, really long, long fuse. Oh, Bam. Just... Yeah. You can't rush these things. You got to take your time. Oh, yeah. We used to do that. What was it? Back in the day, you just lit a cigarette. And so nowadays, modern cigarettes are designed to go out automatically because of people burning down their houses because they right. fall asleep smoking. But back in the day, cigarettes would just burn all the way down. Um, and you can actually just use a cigarette for a long fuse. You just stick the fuse in a cigarette, light the cigarette, and 
walk away and 15 minutes later the fuse lights um but hmm. yeah who knows the technology there, there's lots of ways to to jerry rig a slow fuse <laughs> I, I yeah. think i think matt's gonna use the boom boom sticks as a as a diversion we're not taking down walls as a diversion some sort of slow f- fuse tactic and then clears the wall and He's going to find himself like right in the middle of the court and be like, uh, I got a letter. Or he could go in as a performer. Mm. I don't even think of that. I guess he could, but I could mean, juggle his way him enough. You'd have to be really, really good to work your well, way into the court. He's got a new man, so maybe he goes juggle some balls for him and it's an audience. Hmm. For mm. chance. For chance. Maybe. Have Tom play the flute while he juggles the balls. So we got predictions of uh, Matt taking down walls. We got Matt uh, juggling his way in. We have Matt. Um, so, so we have lots of different different ways in going over the garden wall. How do you think what, it's gonna happen? You're asking me. Yeah, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so let me back it up a little bit, Chris. If Master yes. Gill would have offered to help Matt get an audience with a queen. I'd feel comfortable with that. But Master Gill offered to take the letter and deliver it himself. Did that is did that seem any any bit suspect to you? Well, it did, but at the same time like we have the understanding that that they believe Matt's like servant of a, a lord. Emergency meeting, Gill sus. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm not. So I would, I would not vote. I would pass at this point. But I would let everybody know that we should keep an eye on Gil, and then you have people following him to be able to report. Because hmm. again, it'd be yeah. different. It'd be yeah. different. He's like, hey, look, I've been here a while. I know the right person to talk to in the guard, and they'll take it seriously. Let's go get you to deliver this letter. But he was so keen. Well, I was so doing good. the task. I was doing. Do you see me take out the trash? I took the trash out. I took <laughs> right. the trash yeah. out. <laughs> but he's a fat innkeeper, and we're supposed to trust the fatties. There are the fat innkeepers. Uh, I don't, I don't play that game. Does people still play Among Us? I mean, that was a big thing called like two months ago, three months ago. <laughs> I, I'll play with my kids every once in a while while we're talking, just, okay. just for giggles. Yeah. There you go. We like we we team up on other people, so there it's you totally go. unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's how we end this chapter. If Matt has a plan of how to get in, but we have no idea what his plan is. So um, anything, it's a short chapter. Um, Matt gets roughed up uh, by the guards, telling them that, nope, denied. And we learned, we learned some information. Um, Morgase is a new advisor, and things are not going well for Matt at this point, trying to get rid of this letter. So... How do, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to get the letter off to her? Do you think he's going to get in? That's what she said. Hmm. Um, I think he gets in just enough to discover that something is off. I, 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 I see okay. him getting in and eavesdropping enough, seeing just enough to realize that either some, like we said, either something's wrong with Morgays or Morgays is not truly in power anymore. Somebody else is calling the shots. And that's when he goes back and tells Tom. And Tom is like, Morgase, my beloved. And he like slings daggers at people and, you know, saves the day. 
On his white horse. On his white horse. On his white horse. Awesome. All right. Anything else from these chapters we missed? No, they were pretty simple chapters. Yeah. yeah. Not too much. A lot of good stuff right. going on here, though. Yeah. So let's, let's go to favorite characters, then. Um, who is your favorite character for these chapters? I mean, we followed Matt a lot, but we also had Perrin, Fael, and Moraine, and Lan, the man, Loyal, Tom, Fat Guard number one. Fat <laughs> Guard, yeah. <laughs> are we allowed multiple picks or do you really need us to narrow it down? Uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. Man. All right. So I'll give an honorable mention to Lan because again, Lan knew that at best Perrin would be able to take out one, but instead of just telling him what to do, he's like, yeah, bro. I mean, you're wasting your time, but fuck it. Shoot him. Yeah. Go for it. Good for <laughs> you. Oh, look, you got one. What about the other nine? <laughs> you know, it just, <laughs> there was a, there was a part of that that was a little bit comical to me. Um, I agree. So I, I give Lan honorable mention for his kind of message and sharing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom, uh, and my my number one, I'm going to give to Matt. Yeah, yeah, I have to. Mm. He just there were there, there were too many things that I was relating to, um, and I'm super. <laughs> I'm so freaking excited to figure out how he's going to go about attempting to get in and get to more gays. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. How about you, Chris? You said Tom. Um, yeah. Like the, the, the daggers, the that daggers moment, just always, knifing everybody, yeah, like oh, sniping sure. everybody. Like, and then the slow bleed out of the woman. Like, yeah, I saw, like, I clearly saw that in my mind where it was like, you know, sunset, a little bit darker than lighter. And then it's like, Boom, blood slowly coming through like the collar of her shirt and it's like starring out. I know it's not really how I would do it, but that's what's in my mind. Yeah. And he's so freaking fast with those knives. Yeah. And wickedly accurate. He just I yeah, yeah. man. Maybe I should have gone Tom. Good pick. <laughs> yeah. He definitely got all the XP there. Matt gets none. Yeah. On that I agree. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So next time we'll be recording three chapters back in that three chain train just because we have some short chapters. Um, and I'm not going to ask you to react. Yes, to them, I'll but... be right back. My uncle's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and we're going to take a brief pause real fast while Chris deals we with some shit. We are family. <laughs> hey, we are family. So how's everybody doing in chat? <laughs> how's chat doing tonight? I've been kind of like somewhat monitoring it. Um, I need Sorry. a third computer screen. Oh, you good? Yep. All right. Yeah, doing good here. All right, good, good, good. Everybody's doing great. All right, cool. Um, having a white claw. Nice. Um, that was very Batman Island. When I get close to the mic, I can talk like a Batman. Um, so, um, so next time uh, on the Will Reads, we'll be doing three chapters: three, forty-six, seven, and eight. And the names of those chapters, I'm not going to ask you to react to them, but just to read out the names: "A Message Out of the Shadow," "To Race the Shadow," 
and following the craft. So Third those are our, those are our next three um, that we're doing. Um, it looks like a lot of shadow talk. So maybe some dark friendery as a foot, which I'm, I'm here for. <laughs> so, yeah. You are directing um, traffic. Yes. Um, I, I am a dark friend. So definitely going to enjoy that. Um, anything else before I kind of sign off for us? Anything? I'm good. No. Okay. No. Yeah, okay. Cool. So how we can be found at the wheel reads on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, the wheel reads at gmail.com is our email. Feel free to email me. I might respond uh, if I remember to check my email. And www.thewheelreads.com is our website. You can find links to everything, uh, including actually uh, our episodes there. You can find our Discord link there. So you can come join our fabulous Discord community. Um, you can find our Patreon link there. So if you want to support us, and more than just listening to us, we greatly appreciate it. You get to listen to us uh, record live and all of the other shenanigans that happen that you don't get to hear in the final cut because we do delete a lot. Um, um, not really because because we're horrible at this. Uh, not because we say anything great, but uh, because there's a lot of things that get cut. A lot of technical um, difficulties. A lot of t- <laughs> so uh, if anybody ever has done a podcast before, you guys know our pain. Um, but yeah, so... Come join our Patreon. You can listen to us live. Um, also, we have a merchandise store. Um, go check it out. It's done by New Creations, which uh, if you ever go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and you've ever seen the, week, the weekly wheel news with Rob Christensen, he uh, does that, uh, that fabulous tabloid post once a week. Um, his wife runs a merch store for a lot of content creators, but us included. So you can buy a frosty mug. Um, you can buy shot glasses, T-shirts, hoodies, hats, all sorts of good stuff. So uh, go check it out. Um, feel free to, to purchase merch there. Um, other than that, uh, you know, like us, uh, review us. So, uh, if, if you're whatever you listen to us on, subscribe to us, uh, share us with your friends. Uh, we, we, we like to have new listeners all the time, uh, which we do have new listeners um, all the time coming through, but uh, we appreciate more. So just give me more. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> So that's all I got for this week. Uh, Anything from you guys? Until next time. Peace. All right.